Hello. Hey there. This is Jessica. This is Elsa. Welcome to the Aitu podcast. Um, and today we're gonna hit a pretty big issue, I think. A very prominent one nowadays. Yeah, we're gonna talk about body positivity, so stay tuned. Um, and uh, we wait. We can't wait to share it with you guys. Episode 14 coming at you next. So when you talk about body positivity, should, I'm going to look it up just to make sure we get like some the technical. Of what it means. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, well, at first I thought it was just more about size. Um, but Jessica brought to my attention that it probably encompasses more than that in regards to however your appearance is and just your body as a whole being comfortable with it and positively speaking about it. What does it say, Jess? Let's see. I think everybody has a different journey, for sure. Yeah. I mean, we... Okay, so here's how people define it. To me, body positivity means accepting the body that you have as well as the changes in shape, size, and ability it may undergo due to nature, age, or your own personal choices throughout your lifetime. It is understanding that your worth and what's going on with you physically are two separate entities. Um, Another person says, I like to think that body positivity's intentions is really body acceptance. The idea that you can live comfortably in your body as it is right now um, or work on treating it right through nourishment and joyful movement and self-care without punishing yourself for the way that you look. And I mean, at the, end, the beginning of this episode, I said this was going to be a big episode because I think we both have very different journeys that kind of like brought us together at some point. Uh-huh. So. Agreed. How, I mean, how do you see body positivity day to day? Like, when did you decide, like, this is me, plain and simple? Um, well, like I said, during our live Insta, I don't think it's come to a point where like this is me take it or leave it type deal it's more of an everyday journey Uh but I also know that and I think probably I mean within the past few years it's more of a merchandising or like clothing aspect um you have to be accepting of who you are right now because that's how that's what's going to make you feel more comfortable so the way I see it is why stress yourself out about you can't change your appearance in a matter of five minutes so while you're getting dressed the only thing that you can change is your outfits but you can't change the way that you feel in them so if you don't feel the way that you feel in them is going to be projected outward if you feel good that's going to show as well whether it be like yoga pants and a sweat top or this really cute dress it doesn't matter because it's going to be reflected from what's on the inside yeah and I think that's a lot of what I because of the work that I'm in and because I have a boutique I'm able to see different women in different phases of their lives try clothing on and see how they feel in them whether they feel really crappy or whether they feel really good and it's I always tell them they have to dress for the person that they are now not the person that they were five years ago or the person that they'll be in five years um what is the way i see it is what is the use of stressing about 
what you cannot change. I think what you're saying is a lot about being present and mindful, like without saying it, because you, you do, you have to be present. Like I have and could beat myself up about the choices I've made in regards to, you know, food. Um, but what good is it going to do to me now? It and the doesn't. thing is, like, when, you know, before we started the episode, we, we kind of talked about, like, when I realized that I wasn't on, like, what society would define normal. And, like, when I started noticing differences that weren't celebrated. And that was fourth grade. But then we talked about it some more. And it's like, well, I started dieting at second grade. Like, yeah. you're, mine must have been seven. Yeah. And... So there was something wrong. Yeah. They say that seven is the age of consciousness where children actually begin to uh, realize that there's consequences to actions and become more mindful of but things. Isn't but that that's one really heavy right. to take on at seven years old. I don't old. really remember that one being my choice either. But then, so again, like, I started really thinking about, like, oh, well, he did. Like, when I started having little crushes, it was like, oh, well, they're not into me because I don't look like that. Uh-huh. I don't look like them over there. Um, and, I mean, it's so funny, like, when you look at photos of yourself in high school now, mm-hmm. like, at 32 versus 16, 18. Yeah. And you thought you were the most disgusting creature. <laughs> I mean, at least I did. Um, and My I, eyebrows were not cute <laughs> at 16. You know, I thought I was just so huge and just so, like, not worth the love and... I mean, these were tapes that I was playing myself deep into college. And I think they weren't fun. Yeah. <laughs> no one likes to talk about that. Like, I really was like, you don't deserve love because you don't look like X or Y or Z. Are you serious? Dead serious. But I see, mean, that's what led to a lot of my self-harm because I couldn't control it immediately. So I felt like, well, I'm going to take it out of myself this way. Yeah. But see, that's also... I can't say that I had those same experiences because I maybe didn't feel that same kind of pressure because I went to an all-girls school. Right. So it was different. It was more about we weren't really – you're not competing for guys. You're just trying to do the best you can on the 10 research papers that you have to at the yeah. end of the week type deal. Um, and then even in middle school, I remember I was telling Jessica it wasn't so much – like I always knew that I was the bigger girl out of my friends, but it was never really – approached as a topic I, I guess yeah um and the most thing that I was most that I was um insecure about was my facial hair or like my hairy arms and I remember going home like some of the boys I don't even remember I'm trying to remember what they said but I went home and I told my mom and then I guess she felt bad so she let me like wax my mustache uh, and I was probably like 12 or 13. No. Um, but throughout my life, I think I was way more um, self-conscious about that than my size. Yeah. Just because it wasn't really ever, I guess, brought up. Yeah. I think it was just because I was one of the fewer smaller, like bigger girls. And it was just like, for me, I, I mean, that's kind of, I sometimes feel it too. Like, to this day, like, I feel like it could be holding me back. I mean, you see so many research studies about, oh, well, when people get treated differently because of how they look. Mm-hmm. 
And that's still super prevalent. Like, it's it's just part of it. Mm-hmm. It sucks. But I think body positivity is helping because we are seeing this whole movement is making it so that we are seeing representation across so many platforms, mm-hmm. across race and race and ethnicity and across sizes and hair types like that hair documentary documentary that came out that really put a spotlight on like you know african-american hair um whereas you know you wouldn't i think that's kind of why i do love instagram so low-key you are able to see whatever you want to see on that app Mm. If you like like somebody's profile and they're kind of plus size, you start getting more of those profiles. If you see someone that's black or you know, Muslim or uh, Dipika, she does again the uh, tinted. Like it's kind of nice to see yourself reflected in that bigger medium. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's probably why I didn't go out and buy a swimsuit because it's like, well, shit, Gabby Fresh has one on. I love Gabby Fresh and you know. Nicolette Mason and yeah, they've really, I think they've been around, they have been around since 2008, at least both of them. And they were, they were two of the first, um, plus size blog, fashion bloggers or like out, you know, ensemble influencers, I guess. Um, I think they were the just industry. so good about being different shaped. Like that's the other thing about being plus size. You don't just... Like, up until, what, 10 years ago, most of the fashion looked exactly the same, which is to say, like... Well, yeah, and you can have four... You can have four... (laughs) (laughs) You can have four different size 16s, and they're all different body shapes. Yeah. So, it's it's definitely uh, more complicated than straight sizes. Um, I don't know. I just... I felt... I think for me, it's made me more aware of when I do start playing those tapes. Um, And when I do start feeling self-conscious about like, I mean, five years ago, Jessica would never have worn anything sleeveless Mm -hmm. because of my arms. Well, they're just arms. Yeah. (laughs) They help me carry shit and I can type with them and... uh, They're functional. They're functional and that's great. Um... And honestly... And that I would never wear anything above my knee because I hated, hated with a passion. Like, you're talking about still wearing pants in the deep of the summer. Because uh-huh. I hated my legs. I hated my knees. I hated what they looked like. I hated all those dimples. Like, hated. Like, I would not let other people see them because I was like, nope. I'm so proud of how far you've come. <laughs> now I can't stop wearing short shorts. <laughs> um... It is, it is, it's been very revolutionizing for me, at least, like, being like, well, just a body part. Like, I'd rather, I'd much rather talk about anything else than what people look like. Yeah. Than something that they can't really control. You know what I also think is that it's generational because I can remember, like, going to dinner, not dinner, but, like, lunch with my grandma and grandpa and them and all their compadres and stuff like that. And all the ladies would be like, oh my goodness, you have such a pretty face. Or they, I don't know if I had a dime for every time somebody said, you have such a pretty face. Mm -hmm. Uh So I got a lot of that growing up, but I also feel like, I don't know if standards were different back then or just because we're exposed to so much more diversity now that girls growing up now get to see people that look like themselves. Mm-hmm. 
doing awesome things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and TJ, <laughs> we watched Coco this weekend. And oh, again, yeah. this is why this stuff matters. Because growing up, we never saw our grandmothers reflected in film. Did you? Mm, no. Like, the closest thing would have been other Spanish things that we were watching because we were so close to the border that we were getting all their channels. But I never, in a movie movie, I never saw an abuela. Uh-huh. You yeah, know? That's true. Um, and here you had Coco, like, yeah. showing you a grandma, showing you a grandpa, showing you yeah. all of the stuff that we grew up with. And I was just like... I think that's why everybody ugly cried. <laughs> because it was... He made me watch it again this weekend. Um, I just, I think we're, it's really easy to get like knocked down on yourself and like play yourself these tapes because you don't look like your friend over there or whatever, but you don't know their struggle or their, their, every single person has a struggle. And I think that being able to be around so many different women, trying on clothes in such an, a personalized space has made me realize like everybody has something that they don't like about themselves everybody has a struggle and so no matter nobody is perfect and whoever's life that you're looking at and kind of looking to them to be like look at them they don't have anything wrong with them or I wish I could be in their scenario you have no idea what what they're going through or what kind of internal struggles that they deal with on the daily basis whether they're a size 22 or a size 2 yeah and so it's interesting to see how women of, of varying sizes, like I said, whether they're straight sizes or plus sizes, everybody has something that they don't like about themselves, but it guarantee it's something that they themselves see more than the outside world sees about them. Um, my, my therapist, when I well, my first one, <laughs> when I um, would tell her, like, I don't want to go to the gym because... I think everyone's looking at me. And yeah, there might be some people that are like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's like, no, everyone's kind of thinking about themselves. Yeah. And she's totally right. Like, again, there are some people that will look, but okay, like, it's not, shouldn't stop me. And who are they? Them. Yeah. Right. Who are they to you? They're not paying your bills. Right. They're not paying that gym membership. Nope. <laughs> So it's just, I mean, for me, that was a big struggle, like thinking of going into the gym and being so different that it was just like, well, at least I'm trying. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, body, I think body positivity, like you said, is a journey and it's a conversation that we should keep having. Um, and it's whether we're accepting I, I think, you know, when people say, like, oh, it's so brave that she wore... I'm like, no. <laughs> she just wore sleeves. Or didn't wear <laughs> sleeves. <clears throat> or... Oh, what is it? Oh, dang, I lost it. I should, this is why I should have notes. Um, it just... It means you're going to ask for the non-photoshopped yeah. stuff. And but in... As far as, like, the social media contest... It, Context, it just makes people relate to you more, and in turn, you get more, more positive feedback. I so, think so, I don't know, like the people, especially from a business point of view, you know, like the airy and the 
I don't think Lane Bryant does very much mm-hmm. Photoshopping anymore. Yeah. But the ads where you can physically see, like, um, stretch marks or some kind of blemish where it's not all whitewashed or even skin tone because nobody's body really looks like that. So the more that the audience can relate to a model, quote unquote, or like whoever you choose to be a representative for your brand is only going to make you more relatable. And in turn, I would feel like that would um, speak through in in total sales. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to end with one example on my end. Palomija, her name is Paloma Elseltzer. Elseltzer. Good um, lord, that's a own. hard one. Um, says and for me, you to say, says no, me. for you to say, um, a tough last name. She's a, you know, I wouldn't even call her plus. She's just thick, double C. She has, I mean, again, it's refreshing. She's got a little fupa right there. Uh-huh. Um, but she was in the uh, first video that Leon Bridges released. Yeah, and she was slaying bad, it. Bad news. Slaying it, wearing this like the red trench. Red oh, trench. I want that red trench so Just bad. like flouncy in the best ways, mm-hmm. like bringing it with her face. Yeah. I was just like, this is different. Mm-hmm. And she was so sexy and so empowered. And it was the first video that he chose to put out. Yeah, I thought that spoke volumes. It's like you do not. It was a big statement. It was a person of color. It was like somebody who, you know, looks like a lot of us. I thought that was a really good move. I mean, you even had TJ, like, noticing it, you know? Um, so I think when that happens, it does matter. And I think the audience does, res- it, does it does resonate more. Mm-hmm. You know, like, people care, like you said. So. <sighs> I feel like more and more, it's, um, I'm just proud to be. Uh, in this day and age because more non-average body types are being seen in different places. And especially like Tim Gunn has brought attention to plus sizes. And I mean, you have your Christian Siriano lines that he slays. Oh my God, every time these dresses <laughs> of of um, varied sizes, like even in his regular... Not Paris. Uh, New York Fashion Week shows. He shows models from zero to like 20-something. And so um, I really think it becoming more prevalent helps younger generations be more comfortable. And I think in turn we're going to see younger girls now being more comfortable who they are sooner in life, which is amazing. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good note to end on for this. I have hope for the future of Aww. body positivity. <laughs> put a happy transition on this one. <laughs> there you go. All right, everybody. We're here. <laughs> um, this week's fashion fix is kind of going to go along with the theme of body positivity. And I just wanted to kind of bring up a notion because I see not a lot of it, but some of it. And when it does happen, at the boutique, I get so perturbed, um, and I just want to shake the person. So I need to talk about the necessity to stop the negative talk, the negative self-talk. Um, and I'm talking about when you, somebody comes out of the dress, the fitting room, and they're like, "Ugh, I look so fat. Ugh, I can't stand my thighs. Ugh, my arms are so 
flappy or I'm trying to think of examples, but ankles, ankles, <laughs> none of that stuff is going to change overnight. So why even talk like that about yourself? And then I start thinking, okay, if they have children, if they're talking about that, about themselves in a public, you know, granted it's more of like a, of a small intimate setting because it's just the boutique. But if they're talking about the, themselves in public how are they talking about the like that to their children and then how are the children gonna have a perception about the way they should look based on what their mom is saying about themselves um it's just a lot to consider or like take in and i don't know if people just say it because it's naturally programmed inside of them or if they really mean it I think it might be a bit of both. Yeah, or if it's it's, like society that they're just regurgitating what they've heard all these years. Um, But also like maybe someone is compliment fishing. But wouldn't it feel better if you just got the compliment and like let it soak in? I mean, I guess, but... Because the thing is, you're not looking at them like, oh God, you're looking at them like, that looks good. Yes. This will work. That Uh won't work. You have never left me or let me leave that store. With anything that I felt uncomfortable in. Well, no, because if you feel uncomfortable or somebody doesn't look good in something and I don't tell them, they're, they're going to go out into the world <laughs> representing <laughs> I Candy Boutique and something that's right. like not for them. Right. So why would I do that? I'm going to tell people the truth. Right. I got to keep it 100. But, like, but you've never said anything like, no, Jessica, this makes your whatever look awful. <laughs> you know? Like, what, what, what are you supposed to say when someone says something like that? Like, yeah, well, you're right. Ew. <laughs> This isn't 135. That's <laughs> 135. You can try Sears. Oh my god. Isn't it 579? Mm-mm. It's 135. 135. Mm-hmm. They, that's the store they go to. In Mean Girls. Oh, in Mean Girls. I thought you were talking about Clueless. Uh-uh. 579, I think, is Clueless. I hope you can hear me chewing my lettuce, everyone. <laughs> um, so yeah, about just stop the negative talk. So what would happen in the world if... We were to, instead of saying the negative thing, what we're thinking about ourselves, maybe try to replace that with something positive or something that you like about yourself. So instead of saying, ugh, why does my hair look like this today? Which I might say that once or twice. Be like, oh, you know what? Your smile's looking good, girl. Or I like your eyelashes today to yourself, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... I think focusing on the good. There has to be some good. Yeah. And generally in life, when you put good out, you get good back. Um, hasn't really messed me up too bad so far. <laughs> no, you're great. You're doing great. Put this into a knot. So what do you guys think? What do y'all think about negative self-talk? Because I think it's a big no-no. And like challenge. Stop yourself. Yeah. Like the next time you hear it, just... Just don't. Or if you hear your friend talking about Ooh, like them uh-uh. themselves, uh huh, then I'd be like, no, you better stop, girl. You better stop right now. <laughs> so, for our movie movie moment this week, um, do you have do you have one? Um, the one that I had was just. I kind of talked about it during our normal thing, but it was just a shout out to all the um, body positive bloggers out there that are paving the way uh, so that everybody can feel more 
quote unquote normal. Even though the average size in the US is now a 16, 18, I think a lot of people don't see that reflected to them in their local or national, I guess, news every day or you can say it media media outlets um so to have that social media and be able to see people that look like you and for them to rock it really makes a difference i think that's life-changing for a lot of people so i'm going to continue that vibe i was going to do somebody else but you know when you talk about plus size and like body positive ranya I can't, her last name is Sakatan from Mint Society. She resuscitated Mint Society and she's been rocking it with the body positive lately. Uh She shared the stuff about her sleeves and I was like, yeah, no, sleeves are stupid. (laughs) You know what? It's also a hundred degrees out. Like I'm not about that life. Um, and she wore a swimsuit in Marfa this weekend, and she's still rocking the sleeveless stuff, and she can wear the shit out of a romper. I know. That red and black jealous. one is really oh, cute. It's so cute. Look at this headband. Um, so I think as far as, like, lifestyle plus size blogging locally goes, she's doing such a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to have her on the podcast if she'll have us. That'd be fun. Yeah. Wee. Oh my god, we could have just like play dress up the whole time. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, that's our muy muy moment. What did y'all do? What what are you gonna get snaps for? What do you have to celebrate? Celebrate yourselves. <laughs> so we're gonna do a segment on self-care from now on, at least for these next two episodes. <laughs> we're gonna test it out and see testing how it goes. Out. Testing, testing. Um, but I guess mine for this week is going to be actually getting my bath in. I didn't do a bath. I did a really long shower. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of maintenance that needed to be done. Um, <laughs> it is summer after all. It is summer. That's but I didn't do my, like, my tub and I missed it. I didn't realize how much I was going to miss it. It's, be- it's becoming like a ritual for yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, I even did a mask, but it just didn't feel complete. I didn't read um. and like sit I can't really use my phone in there because I'll I struggle with like oh god if I drop it. That would be a whole nother story. So that's gonna be it for me. Just trying to get my bath in for sure on Sunday. I think well from our previous self care episode, um, I shared with you guys that I'm not very good at taking time out for my own self care. So or my form of self care is most likely like sleep. Um, but I did try to do a mask last Saturday because I was put in pretty early. I think I got home at like nine or something. So I was able to sit back and do a mask. Uh, that was pretty cool. But today, what I got to do, since it's Monday, some most of the time Mondays are my day off. So I stayed in bed until like three. And wow. of course I was awake. I wasn't sleeping the whole time. But it was just more of like a relaxing, trying to harness my chi and uh, just mentally prepare for the rest of the week. So I honestly feel like if you were in there for that long, it means that your body really... Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because this last week was intense. Um, the Look Local event, it was so hot. It took a lot out of me. So this whole weekend, I've been exhausted. So, yeah, I think my body really did need to just settle down for a little while. Yeah. Listen to your body, friends. 
what are you, time. What are y'all doing for self-care this week? Let us know. No, really, though. Let us know. Yeah, we want to know. Because I need self-care ideas. Thanks, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>